Hi there. This is Allison McGee, your host, sitting at an actual table on an actual chair with a throw pillow on it because apparently I'm incapable of sitting on any chair unless it has a cushion. My fancy little new mic comes with its own little tripod stand and my headphones plug into it. And I keep imagining myself as if I were sitting in an actual recording studio and how professional I must look. This illusion is fun while it lasts, which is about a second. I woke up today thinking about something that happened when I was in my late teens. This is a memory that haunts me, the way that a memory of hurting someone can haunt you, in my case forever, or at least all the decades since. One of those moments that burned itself into your brain the second it happened, lodged itself like a sliver into my heart. This was a long time ago, and I was 18, maybe 19, and someone close to me handed me a memo and asked me to read it. It was a work memo that they'd written and sent to their boss, summarizing some unfair working conditions. It's hard for me to remember the specifics of it. It was a handwritten memo. I didn't know who'd written it, but my first comment was, wow, whoever wrote this can't spell it all, doesn't know how to use punctuation either. The person who had handed me the memo didn't hear me say that for which I was instantly grateful, because it turned out that they had written it. This was someone I loved with all my heart. The shame I felt in that moment is something that will be with me forever. The older I get, the softer I want to be. The judgment I carried around when I was young was mostly internal, but it was harsh. And what good did it do anyone? What good did it do me? In the course of my life, I have seen how people blossom when they're surrounded with love and acceptance. And I've watched them wither and turn silent and wary when faced with judgment and scorn. That memory of my own scorn stayed with me when I first began to teach creative writing. It's present in the guidelines I lay out for students and for myself. Focus on the strengths of the piece. Stay open to possibility. Tread softly. Ask questions. The memory of my own judgment and scorn and shame is the reason why I refuse to grade a poem or a short story. Giving someone a grade A, B, C, D doesn't make someone a better creative writer in my experience. What it does instead is narrow a person, shrink them into someone who'll write only what they think they're good at. It shuts down possibility. The power of a teacher is so intense. The power of a single sentence, one human being to another, and the way in which that sentence is said can tear a person down or fill them with energy and hope. When I first read this poem by Persian poet Rumi, and I came to the ending lines, I thought, yes, please let me be this way. 
The fact that Rumi lived and died over 700 years ago is a comfort, because if he felt this way, and I feel this way, then maybe time and space mean less than the fact that we're all trying. A Continual Autumn by Jalal al-Din Muhammad Rumi Inside each of us, there's a continual autumn. Our leaves fall and are blown out over the water. A crow sits in the blackened limbs and talks about what's gone. There's a necessary dying, and then we are reborn breathing again. Very little grows on jagged rock be ground, be crumbled, so wildflowers will come up where you are. Well, that is it for today's episode, and thank you for listening. If you liked it, please tell a friend and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give us a good rating if you're so inclined. Original theme music for our show is by Dylan Parisi. Additional music composed and performed by musician Kelly Krebs. Rumi's poem, read by me, is in the public domain. Words by Winter is created and hosted by me, writer Allison McGee. Tell me what you're going through what uncertainties or troubles you're dealing with, maybe in the silence of your own mind and heart. Let me know so that I can go in search of a poem to help you through, to help us all through, the way that poems have been helping me ever since I was a little girl. Sometimes life feels too hard, too intense, just too much. And if that's where you are right now, whoever or wherever you are, reach out. You can send me a voice memo via email to wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com or drop me a line at the same address, which again is wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com. For more information, go to alisonmcgee.com and click on the Words by Winter podcast page. Words by Winter, conversations, reflections, and poems about the passages of life. Because it is rough out there and we have to help each other through.